guys. I'm Brian. And I'm Dave. And this is Preview with a Prior. The show where we speculate about the upcoming episode of Better Call Saul. Often incorrectly. Uh, Dave, how are you doing this evening? I just got done watching last week's episode, getting ready to watch next week's episode, but I didn't want to do that because I know we were recording Preview with a Prior, and it's really hard to speculate about the upcoming episode when you already saw it. <laughs> I am a passenger in the same boat. Yeah. But this time, mm-hmm. I finally watched the next time uh, better go so. <laughs> did you? Yes. I did. Okay. Uh, so what did it have in it? Because I didn't watch this one, but I watched another online preview. So maybe they'll coincide with each other. A little snippet of Jimmy and Kim where or Kim asked Jimmy, what kind of lawyer are you going to be? Okay. Nice. And then um, Stacy says to Mike, well, that's a lot of money. Mm. And Mike's like something about we need to come up with it. Ooh. And then they tease they tease the oncoming of Saul because they show Jimmy McGill in like a pink suit. Ah, like a pink He's salmon. He's in Saul color. garb, if you will. Saul garb, right. Gotcha. And what I'm thinking is this is all fucking tease. Mm-hmm. Um, the when she asked Jimmy, "What kind of lawyer are you going to be?" I don't think of it as a big life decision. The context in which I saw it, it seemed like they're getting ready to pull a scam, and he's going to be acting like a lawyer. Yeah, that's not himself. So it's not going to be Saul Goodman, or maybe this is when he comes up with the alias Saul Goodman for a scam, and it goes from there. Ah, well, that's interesting because I was on AMC.com and I watched the. It was like a minute fifteen, mm-hmm. and it was actually of a Jimmy McGill tender or. Uh, Dictating, I guess, dictating a uh, resignation a resignation letter from Davis and Maine. To Aaron? <laughs> no, no, the no. To the, to the dude. Not not to Aaron, to to the guy. His his little lackey in the uh in the office. Yeah. But to your first point where she says, uh what what was it? What kind of lawyer do you want to be? What what kind of lawyer are you gonna be? Oh, uh, apparently, uh, not a lawyer <laughs> because that's all I saw was like the minute long thing of, of him, uh, uh, proctoring his, uh, his resignation letter. Okay. Well then it, it could be to where she does say that meaning a real life decision and he decides he's going to be Saul Goodman and maybe this is it. Yeah. I don't know. But do you think that that really come into play now though? Do you, I, no, I think- not, not in the seventh episode of a season. I'm trying to, trying to. See how they're gonna play out the, the flow, right? To you know to run out because last season it peaked at episode nine. Totally peaked at nine. It, yeah, it did. Yeah, last year. Yeah, it was really weird, right? Because uh, I think we talked about that where it felt like the last episode was actually supposed to be like two episodes before episode yeah. nine. It had like a weird flow to it, just because it was so intense with Jimmy and Chuck, and that was a pretty big reveal. Right, yeah. Chuck turned out to be the bad guy. Yeah, it was like everything in the season led up to that, and then after that, it was just kind of like, all right, and we're going to keep moving. <laughs> it's right. like, it, it was when like in actuality, just- when in actuality, the whole point of the show is becoming Saul Goodman, and the Marco right. stuff had way more to do with the actual. <laughs> well, it, not it, really, because him being pissed at Chuck's part of it too. It was kind of like like when you go to Disney World and there's the tour guides, and they're like, "Follow me, follow me." Follow me, and then they're like, <laughs> like, oh, there's Space Mountain and kick-ass stuff, right? And then everybody gets all excited, and then they're like, and if you follow me, we'll move on to the gift shop and stroller rental. 
Like <laughs> that's how I felt. <laughs> that's how I felt the show kind of ended. <laughs> it was like like all the awesome stuff happened right before the end where they took him to the gift shop and stroller rental. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in any great storytelling, you have to have your peak and you have to have your resolution, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked but, about it. It, was, it wasn't bad. It was just it no. was just like an odd, oddly placed. And it, it didn't feel, well, at least the fucking end of the season didn't feel like a cliffhanger. It felt yeah. right. Right. You know. Maybe maybe they did that on purpose. Maybe they weren't really sure there was going to be like a, like a second season, so they didn't want to end it on a cliffhanger. Because right. had that been the end of the series, like that would have been a good place to jump off. That would have been some finality. Yeah, it could have went like that's that's perfectly fine, mm-hmm. but also the fans are going to demand it if it doesn't come back. Yeah, I bet I bet that's how <laughs> I bet that's how it went down. I bet they, I bet they had like a you know they they just wanted to make sure that if it if it ended only after one season, at least they told a complete story. Right. I yeah. bet we didn't bring that up last year, but that's pretty good. Yeah, well, we might have discussed a little bit with uh, West Coast Project, but mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah. Maybe we did. I think we did. I got a bad yeah. memory. Which, by the way, you guys should check out West Coast Project. Uh, pretty, yeah, pretty they do nice good work guy, about right? a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, um, so just getting ready to watch the next episode. Man, I don't know if I expect them to quit or not. I don't. Th- I, man, I'm okay, not. So- I, I'm. Ex- I was expecting. I don't know. Something about it seemed like they're going to pull another scam on somebody. I don't know. See, I'd like, I, I'd like to think maybe there's something more. Maybe, maybe he quits, but that necessarily isn't the whole Saul Goodman thing. Like he quits and then maybe he becomes like a full-time scam artist. Maybe he, maybe he never goes through with the resignation. They're just teasing you with it. Hmm. You know, well, he could be, he could be dictating it. And then in the middle of it, just kind of realize, you know, hey, this isn't what I want to do or well, save it for later. Well, he didn't go through with it last time either. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought I heard him say that. Uh, but <laughs> that he well, he, but he did me. go through with it the first time when he was chilling at the hotel scamming Ken, Ken Winsing. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, uh, speaking so, of last uh, week's episode, you're, you're a big Junior Brown fan, right? I enjoy his work a lot, yeah. <laughs> that version of Sleepwalk that you were talking about in the last episode? Was Junior actually Brown played it? Yeah, by Junior Brown specifically for that episode. He played it for that episode. Yeah. Like he Okay, good cuz I, I remember I made the comment about how it got purposely shitty. It got I don't what? want to th- I said it got purposely shitty when things started to fall apart, the song mm-hmm. kind of fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, cuz if he played it right and it wasn't like that, then I just insulted the man. Oh. <laughs> no, but the, yeah, that was Junior Brown. I thought you might find that interesting. Yeah, very interesting. That's cool. We should have him on the show. Yeah. Okay. Before I wrap it up, what do you got from Twitter, guy? Um, for one thing, I'm I don't really know how to use my account. I've mostly been retweeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I, and I realized all of my followers are podcast followers, so I am retweeting to my own fans. <laughs> right, but I I think the thing I think I don't have th- a separate audience that this is getting retweeted to. I'm just retweeting this to the same people. <laughs> right, but I, I think in a weird way, like, here's how I understand Twitter. Like, you can, you can tap the little heart if you like it, yeah. which you would think would be love, but if you tap the little heart, you like it. But I think, like, if you retweet, it's like it's like the ultimate affirmation from the person that made the original. True. You know what I mean? I think it's like yeah. the ultimate, like, thumbs up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, if the heart is awesome, I think... Just the retweet of it is the ultimate. Like, yeah, that was an awesome one. It's like a, <laughs> I, like, I think like that's like how Tinder. Tinder now has a super like. 
Does it really? Yeah. I guess I don't know. I've you never go even... up. It's a super like. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So okay. So like retweeting is like the super like. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to respond though. I like having my own. I guess. I mean, I could probably just be an administrator on our account, but whatever. I'm going to keep doing this. And mm-hmm. uh, I had to respond to a lot of people are saying like Patrophobia, and I hope you're not that much of an asshole in real life. Which, for one, is awesome because it shows that he's a really good actor because he is really a nice guy. You know, convincing. Yeah, yeah. But it's just funny how people are always relating the actors to their personalities, and it's like, no. They're actors, man. <laughs> they're playing a role, they and they're knocking it out of the fucking park is what they're doing. Yeah. In, yeah. Oh. in my opinion. Oh, speaking of actors from the show, uh, some of you may notice that subscribe to the podcast on your like iTunes and stuff like that. Um, uh, the classic uh, are the first seven or eight interviews we've, we've done with uh, people involved with Better Call Saul mm-hmm. are now appearing uh, once a week. So it's pretty cool because it gives people, you know, new listeners a chance to hear um, hear our chats with people from the show. And it also gives us more hits. <laughs> it gives us more downloads. We but, been screaming, we've been screaming up the charts lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's nice that uh it's uh it's it's nice that we get to reuse that. You know what I mean? Cuz I I don't want them to fall. Right. You know, just to just to forget about them cuz they they I don't know. Like it, like because those people took time out of their out of their day and their careers to chat with two nobodies, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think I think right. they and deserve they're, yeah, to be they're heard. super cool. I, I I think they're super cool people that um should be shared with the rest of our fans on a regular basis. I guess. Yeah. So that's the, a good way to put it. So this week we kind of had a two for at the beginning of the week we had a Ray Seahorn and then up just yesterday became um or just yesterday was uh, Julianne Emery. And uh, up next, I believe, is the Fail Scouts, where uh, we haven't talked about them enough, but the Fail Scouts are actually uh, two location scouts, and they were location scouts for Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Right. Right, and when we chatted and they with do them. Their own, and they do podcasts also. Yeah, and they do their own podcast called the Fail Scouts. I'm not really sure why they call themselves the Fail Scout, but, but two really cool dudes, and they gave us uh, a bunch of really cool insight about uh, the behind the scenes and how they choose locations and even gave us some funny stories about the locations themselves. Like how, uh, like how, when they needed a shitty house, they just kind of went up and told people like, Hey, basically your house looks like a crack house. Like we'd like to record here, <laughs> <laughs> which is an insult that I know all too well. Cause I had one of my clients want to shoot his dope house video in our studio because our studio looks like a dope house. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, that's Good great. Times. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, have at, have at it, buddy. It's 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 uh it's funny because no it's true. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Oh, it's a music studio. They're all dope houses. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Dave, do we got anything else from Twitter? Uh, first and foremost, Dale Clevin says, "Hey guys, my name is Dale." Ha ha. <laughs> in, in reference to how I said Dale was a funny name. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dale. Dale. Dale is not alone. I also think Larry is a really funny name. And, uh, <laughs> we, Dave and I have a friend whose brother and father, both of their names are Larry. And for some reason that makes me giggle. <laughs> so Dale and Larry crack me up. <laughs> and Brian's favorite dairy dairy mall of America throughout the, uh, the green is associated with cruel reality and breaking bad. So the Moscow mule served with green lime marks a worrisome offer for Kim. From Ooh. Rick Swikert. 
Ooh, good catch. And you you actually talked about that last week, I think, a little bit. How the yeah, colors. I have some I have some trepidation about it, and I I'm going to predict it does not play out in this episode. They might save that to the end of the season. Okay. Um, you're just a caveman, also yeah. from all of America. If you don't know I, how carbon paper works, it'll blow your mind if you see how to use a typewriter. Okay, first off, good zinger. That was I, I saw that. <laughs> I laughed my ass off. But one, I I do enjoy being called a caveman, though. Dave knows that, and it drives my wife insane because my wife is in the beauty industry, and I am the exact opposite of that. I don't even comb my hair. I can't even remember the last time I. I combed my hair like it has easily been two decades, like literally 20 <laughs> years since I've combed my hair and I'm and not even you, bald. I have hair. I just don't take care of yeah. it because I, I don't care. So the caveman thing was awesome. And we also, uh, re- you also like to refer to yourself as, um, as Fred Flintstone because you have a disproportionately attractive wife. That's right. <laughs> that is exactly right. <laughs> I'm allowed. I'm allowed Boris Oaf <laughs> who has a disproportionately attractive wife. That's correct. <laughs> But uh, about the carbon paper, I know what the fuck carbon paper is. I just thought it was, I but I always thought carbon paper came with like the three layers, you know, where you write on the top and you can tear it out and the carbon's on the bottom and it and it like, you know, nope. copy. The carbon paper is the middle layer. Ah, see when oh, okay, well that's when carbon I think paper. Of, okay, well when I think of carbon paper, I think of the the three layers. So yes, and uh, typewriters still blow my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? Let's see, got? Howard Hahn. Howard Hahn, Brian doesn't know what Korean sounds like. I don't think you said a specific thing. I think that you um, just didn't specify or you didn't know what language it was. You said like... Okay, well, look, here's the deal. Uh, They could have been speaking German for all I know, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not that we don't know what Korean sounds like. It's we don't know what anything except for English sounds like. Right, yeah, and I barely speak... You've heard me talk on this goddamn show. I I mess up English language all the time, so... You just uh, did. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, man, you're 100% correct. I I wouldn't be able to tell Spanish from Japanese, really, <laughs> if I heard it. So, so sorry, <laughs> but, um, you know. He also go. wanted to mention that he think Kim realizes she's screwing with Jimmy's life, which totally, we talked about a little bit about that, but that's a good way of putting it. We didn't mm-hmm. put it in those yeah. words. Yeah. Um, Mystery solved. There's only one Hamlin. Patrick Fabian is playing with a split personality. Oh, that's a theory, though, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, From if you notice, Duncan. Patrick Fabian retweeted that, right? Um. Yeah, Patrick Fabian retweeted that one, I think. Nope, just you did. Oh, well, I'm not Patrick <laughs> Fabian, so never mind. He might somebody, have liked it. Let's somebody see if he liked our, it. Yeah, somebody on our Twitter feed. Okay, uh, he, he liked it. Oh, there you go. Okay, Patrick Fabian liked it. So way cool, yeah. man. See, look at that. See? Yeah, he didn't super it, like it. Yeah, well, Patrick, <laughs> right. Otherwise, he would have retweeted it. But uh, Patrick, he he follows us, and I, I I think he listens to the show. And if he doesn't, he at least knows we do it because he's been on it twice. But uh, yeah, way cool. Well, I'm glad he's participating in our in our Twitter feed and or however that works. So I'm glad you got a a, a like from uh, Patrick Fabian. All right, Dave. I can't. I can't find the tweet. So, uh, if you're the one that tweeted this, I apologize. Please make sure to send us a note. We'll make sure to give you a shout out in the next episode. But there was uh, one of our listeners wondering if you were ever going to finish what do you, how you prepare your leftover uh, General Sal's chicken. Okay, General. Is, this is specific to General Sal's chicken. Okay, because basically, 
There's a lot of barbecue like, sauce. The spicy okay, so, barbecue sauce. So this won't work with like uh, orange chicken or sweet and sour chicken. It has to no. be. It has to be militaristic chicken. No, um, it just has to have a sauce. It's okay. the barbecue sauce. Basically, I just combine the rice with the barbecue sauce the next day and reheat it in a very. I might eat it cold. <laughs> I might just reheat what? the chicken. Cold, cold rice. That's like eating. Uh, but it's I, like I, eating like room temperature I, French fries from McDonald's. That's disgusting, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mix it with the chicken, and then okay. it's like a rice coated chicken thing. Uh, so it's like a crispy, double crispy chicken. It's like a double decker taco from Taco Bell. Gotcha. Okay, I don't so. know. That's a bullshit excuse, but that's really, I do. I eat it the next day, and I just mix the rice in with the barbecue sauce, and it moistens it back up, and I can tolerate <laughs> it because I'm weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. All That's right. how much I love General Sells chicken. Dude. All right, man. Hey, uh, teach it. Teach his own. Teach his own. I eat cold pizza too. <laughs> well, that's the measurement. That's the measurement of what makes a good pizza. Like, if you can eat it cold mm. and it's still good, then then that's a good pizza. Like, you can't get some little Caesar's bullshit or like Domino's bullshit and eat it cold and it still be good. But like a good pizza, you can eat cold and it'll still be tasty. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. I defy anybody to argue with me on that because uh, you will deep, lose. I actually find I find deep dish a little tough the next day because there's so much cheese. I will but. fight you where you stand, Dave. <laughs> I will fight <laughs> you I where you stand. I will nuke the shit out of it. <laughs> I will eat it nuked. Wet paper towel. Damp paper towel over the top of it. Also, you can use for your Chinese food and your rice. Mm. Dampen up a paper towel. Throw that over the top and it'll moisten it up a little bit. Yeah, but you don't want it moist. You want it crispy. No, the rice. Oh. The problem with Chinese food the next day is the rice dries out. Oh, that's true. And, yeah, it gets all hard and ouchy. Yeah. And my big plan was to give the listeners a really, really stupid idea on a way to reheat Chinese food that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that clever. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, here. Well, I mean, I'm sure we could come up with one. Like, uh, for example, you take the the Chinese food and you put it like in a saucepan, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, fill it with gasoline and throw it on a uh, match in it. Set it on fire. Bam! Dumb way to heat up rice. <laughs> 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 done and done. All right. I can't. <laughs> All right. So uh, everybody who sent us uh, Twitter comments or Facebook comments and stuff like that, thank you so much. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, I don't think anybody answered what the significant of significance of the date was from last episode no no responses uh to dip me in salt and lip my asshole either so i'll give you a clue Mm -hmm. bob odenkirk says it in a movie just tell me the name of the movie we'll give you a t-shirt we gotta get rid of these t-shirts good yeah absolutely there you go perfect and i think i have another t-shirt to send out so if i told you if i told you over uh instant message or direct message that you're getting a t-shirt just uh hold tight a little longer and I will get those T-shirts out to you. Before and the we- best way the best way to fit into one of these T-shirts, you can make them fit you if you throw it in a saucepan, uh, mm-hmm. dip it in gasoline, light it on fire. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so next week, kind of a fun week. Dave and I, uh, I'm going to go watch episode 207 uh, me right too. now. Yeah, awesome. me too. Uh, Dave and I, let's get together in the next couple of days. We're going to record uh, our thoughts on it. Uh, make sure to participate all that good stuff. And next week we kind of have a couple fun guests again. I don't want to say who they are because people drop off. One has nothing to do with uh better call. Saw It's just a guy who has a pretty funny podcast and we've interviewed him before. And uh, he's pretty big into better call. Saw. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to have him on. 
Yeah, and we're just going to talk, talk, talk shop with another show, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, we do have a, uh, another Better Call Saul guest coming up. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but it is a female. It is a woman. So uh, thank you so much for listening. We totally appreciate it. Make sure to keep trying to win those T-shirts. Check out Dave and I's other podcast, the Nothing Important Podcast, at www.nothingimportantpodcast.com. If you want to do us a super solid favor, please make sure to review us and give us stars on iTunes. That helps us more than you will ever know. Isn't that right, Dave? Seems to. Yeah, absolutely. Seems to. Absolutely. We appreciate all the love, guys. We appreciate all the support. We appreciate all the participation. Dave and I, we're going to go watch next week's episode. And as always, we will have our podcast with the discussion that will go live just as the credits start rolling from Better Call Saul. So That's right. And when I said that we are a medium through which genius flows, I did not mean to say that we are awesome. Genius is the show. We're just trying to bring shit to you guys to talk about. Here's what I think Dave is trying to say in this show. The show's really good. We're fortunate enough to be able to chat with you guys, and you guys are awesome. I think that's what you're trying to say, dude. That's all I've ever been trying to say, Brian. <laughs> that's all I've ever been trying to say. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. It's all.